You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. The world around us is smart. We think your education should be smart too. With the FlexPath learning format from Capella University, you can set your own deadlines and leverage your experience to move forward at your pace. Visit capella.edu to learn more. Capella University. Don't just learn, learn smarter. Black mass, man, it's time to rock. I had to find a way, I couldn't find a job. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Black mass, man, it's time to rock. I had to find a way, I couldn't find a job. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. I woke up, then I logged in to that Urban X where they be flexing with that blog in. Put it down, cause my little homie called in. Had to bail him out, he in trouble with the law again. Black skin can't win in the white world. Seen a brother kill his own kid for that white girl. We ain't wanna go to school, but we had to. Every February, it was scary in them classrooms. Shimmy y'all, shimmy gay. Old dirty bastards can't own dirty slaves or they own dirty masters. Black dot found a pot as a youngin' broke it down for a son. Black mass, man, it's time to rock. I had to find a way, I couldn't find a job. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Black mass, man, it's time to rock. I had to find a way, I couldn't find a job. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Excellence, a product of my residence From four score to 44, Obama was the president I told mama I ain't trying to go to church I'm like Adam, every Adam is a product of the dirt And I've been reaping what he sold I got the product, got the dirt And I can teach you what I know But then you got him put in work You in trouble if you waiting on the government I told my bro I make it out the hood And that's a covenant What's good? What's good, Urban yeah. X Nation? We are back in the building off a two-week hiatus. It was a week. We, right, right. We we were on two weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, but it we back. <clears throat> and that was your fault. That was your no, fault. I was I was on vacation. Yeah, I was on vacation. I was actually here. If y'all should have seen, I was here by myself, all set up, and. He wasn't here. You should have did a show. <laughs> should have did a show, son. People would have loved it. Trust me. What up, Urban X Nation? Facts. We love you. We miss you. Thanks. We're here. Thanks for your continued support with what we do. Uh, How was your week? My week was, was amazing. It's getting sad now, but it was amazing. Uh. <laughs> you know, my daughter's leaving officially. To college, yes. To college tomorrow morning. Oh, that's a bomb. Damn. Yeah. Which one's the clap? Yeah, that's the clap, but... Oh, uh, now you're wildin'. I'm wildin'. Yeah. 
And um, <laughs> a friend of mine on Facebook, he put up a post. His name is Cyril Siles. He's a chef out of Florida. Mm. Really good chef. You know, I saw him on the news and all of that. Mm-hmm. And his piece was said he was out of time. And I thought it was a great ode to his daughter who had just turned 18. She was off, off to her way to college. And I echo those sentiments. I'm, I'm out of time. You know what I mean? Like, I can flash back to the little girl and this and that. And now, I'm not literally out of time. I, I plan to walk her down the aisle and all that old kind of stuff. But now, now it begins, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? That college life, that journey, that whole process. Like, this was our last vacation together. And this was awkward because she's about to be 18, her brother's damn near 20, and they're on vacation with their parents. Yeah, it was weird. Trying to be G-rated and shit. <laughs> and, you know, so, but I needed it. I needed it to kind of just add the closure. So for the people in the chat, you know, my daughter's on her way to college. She's going to Stony Brook. She's going to Stony Brook. She was already there for a boot camp, you already know. Yeah. But now it's official, so we got a whole bunch of stuff packed. Uh, ready to go, and it's and then I heard the football team be trying to help. Yeah, out. The, tomorrow when I'm there, I don't want to hit. I don't want. We'll hit. need y'all. We'll we'll need none of them football players. Yeah, move Daquan. Yeah, move. I got this. Yeah, and we be here all the time, so Miracle. you don't know when we gonna show up. Yeah, so we don't need no football players exactly. helping out. None of that shit. Yeah, let me help you with this. Mind. Yeah, nah, no, no, nah. none of that. We got this. We got this. We got this. You know and uh, so if you have some, some advice for her, do you want to drop in the comment section? Because she don't want to listen to me and Marcus. No. It, see, it takes a village. She has two older brothers who have already graduated from college. But she's a, she's a young lady. And, you know, when I say it takes the village to raise the child, I mean, I might have to speak to my best friend's son to make the, uh, the message resonate with him. He might have to speak to my son because if I say it, I'm dad. Mm. So... If you got some messages for her in the chat, you know, her name is Odyssey. You know, just kind of put a little hashtag Odyssey there and drop some messages. She claims she's heard them all. I've been hearing them since I was a sophomore. Do good in school and study. (laughs) Yeah, but these messages are important, you know, because college is filled with drugs and boys and, you know, other things and boys and hard classes and boys and roommates you don't like and boys so, you know, it becomes challenging when you think you got it. But it, it really dawned on me and, you know, that, I, that I'm out of time. I can still remember the little girl I was I feel like you're about to you're picking getting, up from school. No, I'm not going to shed none. I mean, you feel like you're getting emotional. Up here. I'm getting a little emotional because it's when you, the dads in the chat know what I'm talking about. Like you send your sons off to walk. Go, son. Go get them. Knock them down. You know. Hey, it's some of them shows, you know what I'm saying? Let dad know what that, you know. But your daughter, you're like, hey, calm down. Slow down. Take it easy. You know, so it's just a whole different. But the dads out there who are close with their daughters, you know what I mean? Like, soon she going to bring some dude home. Hey, Mr. Bells, how you doing? I'm like, uh, him? That's who you chose? Yeah, nah. Uh, but it's going to be some dude who has her heart. Who's, you know, in all of this shit. <sighs> Let me drop a bomb to it, I guess. For the people, uh, you know, in the chat, my pops has been getting real emotional lately over everything. And I think it has, 
a lot to do with Odyssey. Yeah, yeah. But shout out to Odyssey. Yeah, um, yeah. Some, some people have seen her. We brought her on the show, right? Yeah, she's 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 smart. She's yeah, intelligent. She's straight. She got a great head on her shoulder. It's just I'm the one who's gonna have to deal with it. Yeah. But I will. We did hit forty thousand subscribers. We did. Shout out to you guys. Shout out to you guys. Shout out to the. And viewers. you know, I said when we do forty thousand, we take a little shot of Henny. I was gonna do Heron, but they said that's looked upon <laughs> bad. So. Shots of Henny. Oh, it's toast. Little toast. Forty thousand. Every ten thousand, you know. We'll, I'm with that. We with that. Yeah, I'm with that. Yeah. But I, but I can't do hand runs. So this, yo, this forty thousand was a, a grind. Yeah, yo. this was a grind. This, this really was a this grind. Was a grind. See, but we appreciate it because we, we got it. You know, like it's organic. Organic. Yeah. We, ain't, we, ain't, you know, throwing no doing things through hoops and. And trying to create drama to bring, you know, you know just, bring it on. We're trying to organically bring on, you know. Arguing with other YouTubers. Right, we're not going to do any of that. Playing other YouTube, our, other people's YouTube streams on our channel. We're so not going to do any of that. that. No, no. We're just going to slowly grind. Yeah. But it is a slow grind because I can start some shit. <laughs> and we, we can get some, some, some subscribers up in here. Because I don't give, you know what I mean? But we thank you for your support. I'd rather have 40,000 people who appreciate what we do. And who really rock with who us. Who really rock with us, who man. Rather, who just come on to see drama. Or see a train wreck. People love right, train wreck. Right, man. right, right. And I'm not going to lie. I do watch some people's YouTube Me too. channel Me too. as a train wreck. I sit there and get my popcorn and like, too. what is this nigga going to say next? So Me that's too. what it is. So uh, I'm out of time with Odyssey, but we're going to support her. And uh, we done hit 40,000, so we happy about that. Yep. And uh, let's, uh, let's get to it. You are tuned into the sounds of Urban X. So uh, while you were on vacation being lazy. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just really not doing nothing. Sitting on my terrace watching uh, the sun. Last week, uh, news broke that Jay-Z partnered with the NFL. Yes. For the entertainment section, you know, with, for the Super Bowl halftime show. And a social awareness... Uh, Initiative that he's going to be bringing through with the NFL, which made me scratch my head. But it scratched my, it made me scratch yeah. my head too. But since then, uh, it birthed like a really, really complex debate because a lot of people thought of Kaepernick and who sold out, which people sold out, if they both sold out, and then we did two pieces on it. Yes. So the first piece was about just uh, Jay Z's involvement with the NFL and if he's a sellout or not. We broke it down. You said the definition of what a sellout is. And by that definition, it seemed that's what the sellout was. Right? Yes, yes. Um, for the people uh, who you know subscribers, you, you can go watch that video. So um, then we did a part two. Big as, Elvis, thank you, thank you, and I think Freddie P. Freddie P. Thank you as well. Yeah, so I uh, thank you for the donations. Was, so we did a part two of that, just because uh, there was a lot of empty space in that there needed to be that filled needed in. to be filled in. Right, a lot of unanswered questions. A lot of people were attempting to poke holes in your opinion, and then you just you know just gave your opinion on the second part. Right. So, the that debate is still raging on. Mm-hmm. Since you did your second part, which you said that um, Colin Kaepernick's Colin Kaepernick's protests uh, originated from him uh, just being frustrated he wasn't starting quarterback anymore. Yes. Marcellus Wiley went on uh, Will, uh, Speak for Yourself with mm-hmm. uh, Jason Whitlock, and he echoed the same sentiment. First Absolutely. Of all, he went off. He went off. 
Right. It's like he was holding that yeah. for a very long time. And out of the two, Whitlock and Marcellus, Wiley, Whitlock is the one that is the... Usually, yeah. Usually yeah. the Uncle Ruckus, the Uncle Tom. That He's the one that's usually echoing the conservative sentiments. Like, you know, you play as a, you know, uh, spoiled, things like that. Yes. Marcellus Wiley, Marcellus Wiley is usually on the player side. So for him to go off like that... Right. Tells me something that he must have known something for a while, and he was just trying to save face for the good of the movement. Quote Absolutely, you know what I'm see, saying? there's a lot of things, a lot of moving parts going on with this. <clears throat> so I'm gonna try to my best tonight to just put the final nail in it mm. from my perspective. Mm-hmm. All right, what Jay Z was doing, Jay Z didn't just want to come out and say, "Bruh." Your man, Colin Kaepernick, took the bag already. Mm-hmm. It's nothing else he can do. So this is an empty void that needs to be filled because it's wide open. Mm. He was trying his best to save face with the, you know, Kaepernick took a knee for a bigger cause. And he did say everything I said, which was, we beyond kneeling. Mm-hmm. I, I said we shouldn't have been kneeling to begin with. He said the Kaepernick was taking a knee not for a job, he was taking a knee for a bigger cause yeah. than a job. Mm-hmm. I said that. Mm-hmm. And he also said, everyone is aware of what the cause is. Yeah. And then he went around the room, you aware? Yo, you aware? Which awareness, as we said, is nothing but a hustle now. Mm-hmm. You, you know what I mean? So, But what he wanted to say, and in my humble opinion, he was just biting his tongue. Y'all keep talking about Kaepernick, but it's nothing Kaepernick can do now. Yeah, Ladies and gentlemen. Now, you know, I turn it over to, you know, the people in the chat because I'm all about perspective. If you sue a company, let's say you at your job and you sue them. Obviously, you're not suing them because they treated you well. You're suing them because they treated you bad. Right. You suffered pain. You needed law or whatever. Right. How many times and let's say you sue them. And you win. They find, yes, you was treated misfairly, bang, bang, bang. How many times do you sue a company, get the bag, and two weeks later go back in and fill out an application with the same goddamn company? Yeah. I'll wait. How many times have you done it? How many times have you heard about it? Well, they were racist. They were this. They were sexist. I, you know, I'm, I'm, I was brought, I'm bringing them up on sexual harassment. Yada, yada, yada. You win, you get the bag, and you want to go back to work for them? So there was. So that, that, that right there is a little weird. He, because he took the bag and he signed the non-disclosure agreement, it's over. So uh, there, was, there was a tweet that went out. My boy put this in the chat yesterday. And the guy goes, I think we're so used to people co-opting movements and coveting the spotlight in instances like this that we think it's normal protocol. Cap never claimed to be his, quote-unquote, movement, never important himself as the leader, and people think he's not sticking by, to the activism, activism script by doing such. So the argument is that Cap never once appointed himself as the leader of that movement, and to say Jay-Z is uh, selling or to, to get mad at Jay Z for um, him for 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 kind of moving in on that movement is not really fair because Kaepernick never wanted to be a leader. What I said, thank you. Please, in, please in my, yeah, address in my, this. In my response, I said that he never claimed to be the leader, 
but everybody around him is acting as such like it was his movement. When it walk like a duck and quack like a duck. Right. So everybody, his girlfriend is mad at Jay-Z. Yes. Eric Reed is mad at Jay-Z. His Colin lawyer. Kaepernick's lawyer is mad at Jay-Z. Right. And then another reason is Colin Kaepernick never says anything. Right. Well, he never says anything because he can't. No, even prior even to Even prior to that, he moved a little cryptic. You know what I mean? But the whole thing is what Jay-Z could not say to you and again, to save face for the people who are capping for Kaepernick is, dude, if I sue you and you pay me, that deal, that train is, that cake is baked. And then, and then another another thing what I found, uh, I thought was an issue why people have a problem with Kaepernick. The people people have a problem with Kaepernick because they feel he protests when it's convenient. Yes, him, right. So him suing the NFL for his back pay, right? That's a labor dispute for his back pay. You're owed that, right? Right. You sue them, you win. No, you settle, right? Right. You settle, so now you're not exposing the 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 unprofessional practices of the NFL by disclose by settling and signing a non disclosure agreement, which could benefit other players who want to follow in your who footsteps. Who want to follow in and, your and, footsteps. And, protest, and, and that's and that was my only disposition yeah. is that this became about him and a job as opposed to what the original situation was all about. So I'm not knocking, you know, the whole process, mm -hmm. but we have to look through this at this point. And for us, first of all, what Jay-Z and Kaepernick do doesn't ever is never gonna trickle down to us to begin with. Right. Let's just be clear on that. that. You know what I mean? So by Jay-Z, let's tap into that shit, uh, assigning some initiative so they can dance and, and run around and, and, and at halftime shows to bring awareness to police brutality is way beyond my scope of understanding. And you know what's crazy? What's going to be funny when he adds maybe one black artist to the Super Bowl bill. Right, because remember, he's with Live Nation. He, under the guise of Rock Nation, you don't think they're just going to let a whole bunch of black people perform, yeah. do you? Yeah. It's going to be, this is a bag secured for Live Nation yeah. under the guise of Rock Nation. Right. Now, now they're putting a twist on things. Jermaine Dupri is coming out the woodworks. I didn't really say that. And you can tell Jermaine Dupri is lying. Yeah, his body language looked all his over. And, and people want to use that as validation. See, Jay-Z didn't really throw him under the bus. You a goddamn lie. First I know what body language looked like. And people were commenting under a video that we did three days ago for some information that came out That yesterday. came out yesterday. And I'm like, all right, cool, thanks. Thank you. <laughs> but we know, yeah. I know what I know. You, you understand my point? So it's called, it's damage control now. The whole thing about Jay-Z not owning a team now. Yeah. And people saying, see, he didn't own a team. Yeah. That's called damage control because I don't think Jay-Z's camp realized they was going to get this much flack. Mm. You know what I'm saying? From this whole process. And everybody has a team that goes to work, especially in the social media era, right. to clean shit up. Yep. And that's what they're doing. So now Jay-Z who may have signed the deal with Pittsburgh, you know what I'm saying, for 5%. This was what Marcellus Wiley was saying, because Pittsburgh, the owner from the Carolina Panthers, had to rescind his minority ownership of Pittsburgh because now he's the majority owner of the Carolina Panthers. So that leaves a, a, a slot of 5%. It's a 5% ownership, but it's $130, $150 million dollars yeah. 
for that spot. That's how much an NFL team costs. Yeah. So when they were saying Jay-Z might be a majority owner, yeah, I, I started doing math. Like, how is that even possible? Yeah. He ain't got that much bread. Yeah. So I knew it would be something. Now, does it benefit us for him to take the 5% under normal circumstances? I would say, sure. It's, 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 it's ownership. It's, it's, it's groundbreaking. But you just came off one-fifteenth of 1% of the Brooklyn Nets that you paraded into us thinking it was something else. You allowed them to put your face on billboards in Brooklyn. To gentrify it. To gentrify it. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? That is a sellout move. Now, for those who want to defend Jay-Z, I'm going to defend them too because I told you I'm a fan, but not a stan. Whenever you own one-fifth of 1% and they put your face on a billboard to pacify the community or as a segue into the community, that is a sellout move. I don't care how you address it because you don't own, nigga, you don't even own the popcorn stands at one-fifth of one-five of 5%. I'm sorry. You see what I'm saying? So they allowed you to do that. You, you pumped your chest out on some big Jay-Z shit and because you could do concerts at the Barclay and all that. But when all the smoke cleared, you own nothing. Yeah. So if you own 5%, if all of this transpires and you wind up owning 5%, I guess we're happy for the 5%, but it's putting you right back in the same position. They're using your face, your notoriety, because you're Jay-Z and everybody respects you to say, look at the progress that we're making in the NFL. Now, any progress is progress. What do you mean? Now you double talking, Doc. You need to take a shot of your drink. Hold on. <laughs> and we're going to get to the, uh, the family documentary soon. We're going to talk about that too. Yeah, we'll talk about that too. Yeah. But what happens is 5%, there has to be groundbreaking stages. So on one hand, we should be proud. On the other hand, it's Jay-Z. He just did this. How can I not have my antennas up yeah. thinking that the NFL is just using him? Listen, you know they're using him for the halftime joint. Yeah. You know and, what I'm saying? And, and to quell all the, all, all the and talk to, about Kaepernick. And to quell all the Kaepernick yeah. talk. Yeah. So that we can move forward and have a great NFL season. Right? So let's be clear. Now, I want to also make, because I'm going to be hopping all over the place with this. What do you want to add to that? I just wanted to add, uh, if you wanted to check our stance on this topic, you can go all the way back to September 10th, 2017. Oh, September 10th, 2017. For, 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 for the people that's wondering. My, my stance has always been what yeah. it is. It hasn't changed. Yeah. I, I dropped that two years ago and told you, if Kaepernick gets back on that field, it's he's saying. a goddamn sellout. This is bigger than football. And I even posed the question this week, what if he get on and he ain't shit? He won't be. What if, you know, and then one of them house nigga linebackers yeah, he won't be. start running his ass down from behind and showing Massa up in the skybox that I'm not really like him. And yeah. then it gets really crazy because now your whole legacy mm-hmm. crashes. Not just your football legacy, everything you stood for. Now, there are those who say, well, he could come and lead a team to the Super Bowl. What are the odds? What are the odds, just statistically, that he'll be great? As opposed to taking three years off he lost and, his, and be shit. He lost his, when he was in his prime, he lost his starting position to Blaine Gabbert. Yeah, yeah. But He's but, not even in the league no more, I don't think. Yeah, so, but, I, but I'm simply saying. I don't know. This, this is what I want to pose to the people in the chat. If you already know the answers to the test, yeah. isn't that cheating? 
Isn't that the cheat codes? Yeah. So me and me and my brother Chill, we would always get a hundred or ninety on the spelling test because we had Chill stole the teacher's edition of the spelling book, so we wouldn't get a hundred every week because then that would look crazy. Look hype, yeah. So we go, ah, oh, got a ninety this week, but we had the teacher's edition. We had extra time to study the spelling words. That's how you know the shit we was on. So, and I say all of that to say this: if the answer to the test is for black people is always money, then they're cheating. Meaning they want to test our fortitude. They want to test our discipline. They want to test our integrity. Mm. They want to test our honor. They want to test all of these things about who we are. And if we always fail the test because the answer is, well, yo, we got paid, then they're cheating. And I need you to process that before you, you know, get in your emotions about what I'm talking about. You know what I mean? Where's the integrity? Where's the, the moral values? Where are the principles? Where's the honor? Where are all of those things? And if the test always leads to the amount of money we get answers all the questions, then why are we complaining when they will, they will continue to cut huge checks? Well, that actually segues into the next topic. Oh, okay. Let's, let's when, it, when, we talk, when we talk about money and ownership and things like that, because... A uh, billionaire, Byron Allen. Billionaire, Byron Allen. Uh, right now, he's in in the midst of suing Comcast. Yes. And he, it's a civil rights case that goes back to 1866, I believe. It's the Civil, civil rights, rights Act, Act of, of 1866. 1866. Which uh, prohibits... Big up the tone talks for bringing this yeah, to he, my attention. Yeah, yeah, he went off on this. So, I want to get the exact wording of the actual... Um, Act, but in a nutshell, it it prohibits like organizations to uh, not work with uh, other organizations on the basis of you know being African American. It was put in place to protect uh, newly freed slaves, so that we would have so, an opportunity to, to, to do business. To do business, so he's suing them because he's suing Comcast because apparently they haven't uh, allocated enough uh, ad money. I heard that was too loud. Uh, right. Okay. Yeah, they haven't allocated enough ad money towards uh, African American uh, businesses and uh, channels. He owned seven channels. I didn't know that. Yes, I knew he owned the Weather Channel. Yes, and well, the only reason I found out about who this guy was was after um, Nate Parker didn't sell his movie, the uh, 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 Birth of a Birth Nation. Of a Nation, to him because I he, like when I heard like he turned down a black um, studio and like, a black else? studio that could have took the movie from A to Z. And all the way through. Offered yes. him more money for it. And offered him more upfront money for the movie. He wound up going with Searchlight or somebody yeah, else. Yeah, I was like, wait, tell me, like, who the hell is that? So I wound up looking him up. And then in that time, he bought the Weather Channel for $300 million, like, yes. by himself, solely. Yes. Usually those companies are owned by like uh, a bunch of conglomerates. Yeah, yeah. conglomerates. You know so um, Comcast is appealing right now. They So... What Tone was saying was, and that's the guy who was one of the founders of Eidos, right? Eidos, yeah, yeah. So what he's saying is, if this this is so big, because if they win this, then other companies now have a precedence to literally um, say, uh, because like if if I sue a company for not um, for, for 
discrimination, for racial discrimination, that's super hard to prove. Right. So if they win that, they can always use use like, that as a as reference, a, as a reference point. That's Absolutely. hard to prove, and they can keep doing what they're doing. Absolutely, to keep us out of because what what he was basically explaining is they'll let you film a movie and sell it to them. Yeah. But they won't let you get all the ad revenue, which is where the real money is. So what Byron Allen is doing is unprecedented. And we go, chill, chill. I'm, I'm about getting my money, but damn. You know, because yeah. if not, they just cut bigger checks and bigger checks and bigger checks. And then they, they dilute your ability to form with your own people. Because once I get the bag, there's nothing I can really do for you. Yeah. So if I come out of the room with the check, and you like, yo, let's let's go. And I go, chill, son. That, you know, that, that cake is baked, son. <laughs> and you start looking at me sideways. Uh, how many reverends in the 501c3? Yeah. Uh, you know, the list goes on and on of people who cannot really help you. They give off the facade that they can help you or that they want to help you, but they cannot. So uh, I didn't know uh, Byron Allen. He had, he had a late night show. I didn't know he was a comedian, like... Yeah, you need to research him. Yeah. But Dan, telling jokes is taking him a long way. Quietly. Quietly. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. I, like, I, I, yeah. And he sued AT&T or one of the other companies. For 10 billion and settled. For, for 10 billion and settled. For an undisclosed amount. So he probably, he probably, he probably got, yeah. Probably got Shout the bag. Shout out to Tariq Moore. Yeah, he probably got the bag for that. Yeah, he got the bag on that. Because I'm suing for 10 and I'll settle for 4, y'all. Yeah, so 4.5. That uh, appeal case comes up in this this November. This November. So we want to be on it. We want all of our podcasts. And for more information, go to Tone Talk. Go to he, Tone he Talk. He breaks it down for like a 50-minute Yeah, yeah. He yeah. really gives it all up yeah. so that you get a greater understanding of what's going on. So go to his YouTube channel yeah. and bring yourself up to speed. And then it becomes the onus is on us. To kind of, uh, you know, be active mm-hmm. when it's getting closer to make sure our eyes are on that case because it's important for it's, our it's, future. It's actually, yeah, it's more important than you realize, especially when the talks of reparation comes up. Like Tone Talk said, he said that's not, it's not just about, you know, this presidential debate. It's actually about ownership. It's, uh, it's, about, it's about ownership. being able to own stuff and, you know, being able to have an actual fair shot at it. Absolutely. as much as, you know, we all talk about being independent, there's certain doors that are literally there. Like, you know what I'm saying? And there's certain doors that for white people have been open and is a revolving door for them with no grease involved. It's just a spinning door yeah. where they can continue to come in, try things, Network with people and these doors are shut for us and it makes it hard for us to do business. Yeah. So in that sense, what Eidos is speaking of, I understand. You know what I mean? All we're asking for is what's rightfully ours so that we can do fair business. Given the opportunity to do fair business, I think we're good. Uh, shout out to what's his, uh, Tanisha Grandison. She said the conversation about reparation is because of all of us, not just Tone Talks and Yvette Carnot. Yeah, I agree. Oh, I agree. I agree. Yeah, facts. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I, see, <laughs> see, I'm not on either side yeah. of the equation or I'm repping for this one. I'm just saying in general, yeah, we agree. it will take all of us to get the job done. Absolutely. Shout sis. out to you. Shout out to you. <laughs> Shout out to you. Facts. So with that being said, we're going to pay some bills. Oh, we're gonna pay some bills. We're gonna pay some bills. All right, let's 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 uh pay some bills. And we're back. We are back. Y'all didn't know I was a stand-up comedian, huh? <laughs> yes. You should be. Yes. Working on my material. Invite y'all out to my show. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. 
So, so you, uh, what else is going on in the world? Uh, this uh, the New York Times is putting together the sixteen nineteen project, and I watched some of it, and I thought it was amazing. Can you explain it? I I, I want to explain that first of all. It's kind of touchy. It's kind of touchy, but I got some apologizing to do. Oh, yeah. So I want to say this because. You know my stance on Wait, teaching. This is a moment, everybody. No, Black Dot is very humble. No, no, no. Okay. And Black Dot, when Black Dot makes a mistake, it's a moment. Or feels that I'll be the first to be like, ah, eh, you know, because I'm not fixed on anything. I'm only fixed on truth. So, you know, my stance is that you should not teach your kids about that shit. Yeah. About slavery and this and that. And I think it comes across as abrasive. And offensive to those who are connected to that struggle, which we all are. That's not my, my point of saying that. It, it's really to say that it's very traumatic. It's very traumatizing and it forces us into victim consciousness on a level that I think is disadvantage okay. or puts us at a disadvantage. However... After watching the 1619 Project, or just all of the little pieces, our story is greater than just the negative aspects of what happened during slavery. Now, I want to say 1619, I know the Moors have been here. I know the Nation of Islam has a different date. So the Moors were here, Nation of Islam here, Niggas showed up 1619. How about that? Everybody's happy. <laughs> Niggas showed up 1619. And speaking of the economy is built on that blood, sweat, and tears, and this ties back into the Civil Rights Act of 1866, um, the music, the culture, we weren't just a part of it. We Worry. were it. Yeah. So every fight in this country after the Civil War has been our fight. Because yeah. we're the ones fighting for something. Mm-hmm. You know, racial equality, this, that. The people in the street dying has been our people. Every time there's something uh, groundbreaking, you know, culturally, we present it. So all of this comes out of slavery yeah. and the struggle and the fight. So. I don't want to come across as I'm negating that aspect because I speak a lot about urban alchemists and urban alchemy being the conditions around you are what make you who you are. You know what I mean? So the reason black people are magical as, what's his name? What's the actor? Mike Williams or Williams, the guy with the light eyes who was on BET that year. Uh, Williams is his last name. Who are you talking about? Anyway, he said black people are magical. You, oh, the guy from Grey's Anatomy. Yeah, right. And, and the I reason, only know that because of Odyssey. Just, the reason black people are magical is because of all that yeah. we've been through. Our trials and tribulations and nothing can stop us. And still we rise, yeah. as you know, Maya Angelou would say. And I don't never want to negate that aspect of who I am. But for the next generation going forward, I'm trying to give them a clean slate. So I'm not saying totally emit or omit that part of our history. Mm. Jesse Williams. Yeah, Jesse Williams. But if you want to give them a head start, maybe not give them that history right off the back. How about that? 
That's a compromise. So make sure they get that history, but they need to be empowered about who they are because that is 30 seconds of a timeline of how great we are. But going back to the New York Times piece, when you see these poets or you hear these stories that you didn't hear about, I advise you to go see it or go read it from the New York Times. A lot of uh, 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 amazing articles, but even on YouTube, there's a sit-down aspect, and they really cover this to where you go, God damn, we are, we the shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? So uh, uh, it, it really it, it really shook me up today. You know what I'm saying? As I was watching it, because a lot of these things we gloss over and just forget. So big up to the New York Times for even doing this piece because Monday represented, or Tuesday, the so-called 20th anniversary. And then right after that, uh, uh, the 21st is Nat Turner uh, uh, Rebellion. Yeah. The day after that, or today, is uh, Huey P. Newton got killed. So this little week here is, is kind of like an important week historically. And the Haitian Revolution, all of that popped this week. Wow. You know what I mean? So it's something about the cosmic energy of the week of August 20th. I'm going to say to the 27th, because that's when my birthday is. Oh, you got a, that. You got a I got to throw that in there. You, you know, you know, fix my shit in there. <laughs> that week right here, it's, 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 it's magical. So I thought the uh, 1619 Project, my aunt called me. She was, you know, my aunt Vera, she was very uh, adamant about it. Dwayne, I need you to read this. I need you to get in this, because you want to know about Wall Street, the economy. Everything is based on these 20 slaves who showed up and, you know, and these I always, I always slaves. Feel, I always feel the way because, um, you know, when you hear about how slavery started, how those 20 slaves got on that ship, sold by a black man or African. Yeah, yeah, well, you know, we uh, we have to take responsibility for Somewhat our role. because, you know, they were obviously tricked into, you know, their idea of what slavery is to what... Romance Jones, appreciate you. To what, um, you know, chattel slavery is. So. Right, right. Remember, slavery has been around forever. Forever. Yeah. But, you know. American chattel slavery is a whole different. It's a whole different animal. Yeah. And the, the sugar cane is what's popped this off. And it, it just became something. And they weren't taking uh, knuckleheads who just for manual labor. They were taking people who knew how to, uh, you know, make rice mm-hmm. and, and grow rice and knew how Water agriculture worked, so they were bringing scientists. They were bringing very smart people here. Yeah, you know what I mean. And then I didn't know this Jim Crow story, how this whole shit came about from a musical artist. You know what I'm saying? The guy on. We have a minute. What you talking about? Right now, we, it's our show. We have a minute to do what? I want to tell his story. Oh yeah, go ahead, fool. Oh, okay. <laughs> right. Let me do this first. You are tuned into the sounds. Of Urban X. So one of the writers was saying how black music began in this country was not, was a little unorthodox and it was involving a white man who was an actor. I forget his name. He was sitting out, he was an actor, but he was looking for ideas and he saw this black man grazing this horse. And this black man was humming this tune, but the way he was grazing this horse. He had never seen nothing like this before. And the owner of the plantation, last name was Crow. Let's keep that in mind. And as he was sitting there looking for great ideas, he said, wow, I got it. 
So when he started going to perform from this point on, he would perform in blackface. He wasn't the first one to perform in blackface. And he would put on an old slave's clothes to give off the connotation to the people that he was changing characters. And he didn't have a name for this black person. He never went to get his name, so he named him Jim Crow. And so the whole Jim Crow segregation whole shit started from some white guy performing in blackface of a tune sung by a black dude that he decided to name Jim Crow. And as a result of that, this became the first piece of American music because prior to that, all white people knew was classical shit and opera from England. They had nothing to call their own until this slave who had his swag, he swagger jacked the slave shit, called it Jim Crow, and that shit led to everything that you see. Which, that's that's history. That's America right now. Oh, I gotta drop a bomb there. Yeah. yeah. It fucked me up. I'm sorry. It really did. See, Grooms, appreciate you. Peace. Yeah, that's dope. So, I wanted to share that um, you know, Malcolm said, I've been emotional lately. He walked in there. I was crying. He didn't know, but I, I was wiping my tears. <laughs> he cries about everything now. <laughs> I think I, I might be I might be going through menopause or some shit. Man pause or some shit, because I'm emotional about this shit, about man. about everything. Yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah man, this shit is crazy. But in any event, um, it's worth your time to check it out, the 1619 Project. Uh, and I, you know, and I still haven't been down to the uh, African Ho uh, a museum in Washington. Yeah, it's dope. I so I'm well, gonna make a trip. I said, I think they focus a little bit too much on the entertainment side of our history. Okay, okay, it's a big part of our history, but that's just me. Okay, so but I still need to go feel it for myself. Yes, definitely, definitely. And uh, you know, go check it out. You know, definitely. If anybody can get me some tickets, because I hate waiting on lines. If you work there, you can get me some tickets, please. Thanks. Get the dots and tickets. You are tuned into the sounds of Urban X. So last week, no, this is last Saturday, two Saturdays ago, I guess, right? Mm -hmm. um, Jeffrey Epstein, they said he was uh, discovered uh, dead in the cell of an apparent suicide. Yeah. After yeah. he was uh, put on suicide watch from an earlier suicide attack yeah, from a couple yeah. of weeks prior. Yeah. So um, I, th I just thought that was interesting, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we, I feel like people clearly... I, and what was so funny about this one is because, like, I think, uh, say, 20, 30 years ago when something like this happened, there was no social media, there's no Twitter right, for, you right. know, for people like to really just go, wait, what? So now that he was obviously... I feel like he was obviously killed, right? Even the... Uh, the I think the coroner... Was he? In my opinion, right? The coroner... Said that the, the the breaks in his neck. First of all, tell us who the medical examiner was. The medical examiner, his name was Michael Biden, Michael Baden, Michael Baden, and he was the same medical examiner for uh, John F. Kennedy, John F. Kennedy, and uh, Martin Luther King. Martin Luther King, and he was a cooperating. He was a, uh, a testifying witness in the OJ trial as well. So, so, so you mean this guy? Yes. Uh. Was uh, uh, the medical examiner for JFK? Yes. Who had his wig pushed back? Yes. For Dr. King, who didn't die out in the street 
died in the medical office. So, yes. So, so they said. So they say yes. And he well, signed off on that. Yes. And he was in the OJ trial. Yes. And he's the one who looked over the body of Epstein and was like, uh. So he said that the breaks in his neck are consistent with hanging, but as somebody at Epstein's age, it's consistent with somebody who's been strangled. Okay. So, and again, when you're in Suicide Watch, like your, pa- your, your clothes and your sheets are kind of paper, so you can't hang yourself on it. So I want to know how the hell he did that. Okay. And they said that the story that they actually went with was that <laughs> they, the people that were watching his cell, they called them out for some maintenance. Because they had maintenance. They had maintenance. And yeah, it's a maintenance time, period. In that time, uh, the camera malfunctioned, and that's the when he killed The camera malfunctioned yes. as... It should have, yeah. and as maintenance was taking place, yeah. during that time he found a window yeah. where no one was watching him, and killed himself. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That's that's about right. Yeah. No. He's no, yeah. No. Absolutely. See, here's the thing. I would do a whole piece on him, but all my pieces are on black people. I'm sorry. When I sit down at the computer and y'all see me, I I, I don't. I'm not gonna sit there and talk about. White people business for an hour and a half. I'm just not going to do it. However, for the sake of the show yeah. and what we do here, yeah. I can't call myself elite if I can't get to you no matter what. I don't care where you held up at. I don't care where you held up at. If I'm a part of the elite, we should be able to get you and touch you. Mm. And I thought the two weeks before when the suicide scare was there, I thought... And I said this on our show. Yeah. I said that that was just them saying, tag, nigga, you it? Yeah. We could get you. Yeah. Tag. Just letting you know. And that's just a scare. So get your shit in order. And when he didn't get in order, you know, they had a meeting and decided, okay, this guy has to go. Or they got him out of there. Either one. But let's look at both scenarios. Okay. Right? I go back to the Matrix movies. I always tell you, Mr. Smith. Oh, this is, okay. This is a, a point what you're about to say, right? Yes. Real, he still has like $577 million. That they know about. That they know about. And they actually can't touch. Okay. He did some magic with his Right, so they can't touch his, that. He, they cannot touch That's it. in some kind of escrow. Yes. So, go ahead. Okay. So, in the Matrix movies, Mr. Smith could be anywhere at any time. Right. Right? He just ride in vibration. Mm-hmm. So, if you're a snake, I can tap mm-hmm. into that energy. These Masons, most of these correction officers are what? Masons. Now, I know there's level of Masons. You might be a fish fry <laughs> Friday night, wear the jacket and the hat Mason. Right? Yeah. You got a couple of handshakes, and you know a few things that your uncle don't know. That's it. That's, you know, you might be one of those Masons. However, you did take the oath. Right? And when the big boys come to see you and be like, look, we got work to do. Now you in a position where you have to honor that shit. You didn't sign up for this. You just wanted to do fish fries, (laughs) you know, give a party and shit, wear your jacket, act important. That was the only thing you wanted to do with your G on your hat and your compass. That's all you wanted to do. (laughs) And then all of a sudden, the big boys showed up and it's like, yo, you traveling, man, right? Well, we got work to do. We need to you to disappear or do something because we need to touch this nigga. 
or we need you to touch it. Either or. And then at that, somebody's going to get blamed because the commissioner yeah. already yeah. was transferred yeah. or, you know, the warden. Yes. He's already been transferred. There's already going to be a correction officer or two who gets slapped on the hand yeah. for allowing this to happen. You can either do that and we're going to take care of you or we're going to take care of you. <laughs> it's your choice. This was easy pickings. When I heard he was in a fucking prison, El Chapo and them in there, all of them in there. They all, you know, cellmates, but most of them, 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 them correction officers are masons. I had a theory that he's actually, like, still alive on his island. He could be. They could have They could have switched him like, with, a, with another person who looks like him. He still got his money. Got him out of, he still got his money. I don't know. That would not be, because, listen, he had dirt. Listen, the dirt. Ah, it was in a, it was in a trust. Okay, right. The dirt he had. Ah, thank you, Hotep Thomas. Thank Hotep you. Thomas, appreciate you. The dirt he had on these individuals right. went from the way up. You know what I mean? Everybody was nervous. Right. right? So something has got to be done because he might crack. Right? So now, everybody happy. Everybody good because now it's speculation. Blacked out. I heard your name was in that book. Hey, hey, hey. It's just speculation. <laughs> I didn't hang out with Epstein too much. Yada, yada, yada. So now people can breathe again, but the pressure is still on because remember, Trump is bringing pressure on uh, a lot of these pedophile rings. Uh, you know, can we say that? No, we, can't we say had that. a word for that. What do we have? Pizza? No. Uh, tickle? Tickle? Dom dominoes. Dominoes. That's what we said, yes. Right? So we got a lot of these dominoes organizations running around, and this is a major problem in this country. That runs so deep, I'm tired of talking about it. Yeah. I'm tired of bringing it to your attention so you can know this is not something that's an anomaly. This shit pops off. You know what I mean? And we have to watch our babies. We got to watch our children. You got to watch the animals now. Yeah. Okay? Oh, yeah, no, no. In Sweden, they can now marry horses. I saw this today. Did you see it on Facebook? Who shared that? Yeah, I did see it on Facebook. Yeah, that's probably fake news. Baby. No, it looked like real news. She was marrying that horse. They were at a ceremony, and they had family and friends around, and she was marrying a horse. And I, I almost got a little tear because, you know, I've been crying a lot. I almost shed a tear for her and that horse because they're going to make some horse babies. Tell me, I don't want like, sorry for the people in the chat. Um, you hear about Dame Dash talking about Jay-Z? Oh, yeah, Dame Dash finally came out the woodworks. Remember, Dame Dash has been quiet since the cryptic uh, video, video yeah. with him sort of in the dark with people around him and him apologizing to Jay-Z, to uh, Leo, Cohen. Leo Cohen and some other people, yeah. which was a weird video, even weird for me. You know, you know me, I'm, I'm like, I'm, it takes a lot to weird me out. Yeah. I was like, this is weird, right? So he hasn't been heard from. But today, he pops up, or this week, on a podcast, No Jumper. No Jumper, yep. And he goes off. Jay-Z's full of shit. Boom, boom, boom. <clears throat> he knew he'd been a snake. He did this and that. JD, he kind of went off. And I'm kind of figuring out what's the motive, uh, you know, behind the situation. I just don't <laughs> like every time something involves Jay-Z. They're connected forever. God damn. It's sad, but they're connected Forever, yeah. because of the monumental heights that they went to together, 
Let's let's be Rockefeller was rocking. Yeah, but you ever think about how important Rockefeller was just for rap songs? He, 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 all this yes. for rap songs. Like all, all of this. Yes. Debating about, you know, reparations and black people and selling out and protest police brutality. It all, I'm not saying that comes from but I'm just saying like this discussion stems from somebody who made his fortune on writing raps. Yeah, absolutely. It's fascinating. It's it's a fascinating story. Yeah. And so Dame Dash is still upset. He, he he makes that crystal clear, but he did make some valid points about it's easy about Jay Z's behavior. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you look at, I, I, I listen. Go watch my video. Who wants to be a billionaire? When I spoke of when you reach a certain level, to make it to that level, you have to yeah. have business relationships in. You got to cut people off. It looks cut and dry. And Jay-Z's, to me, M.O. has always been about Jay-Z. So I'm not surprised there. So, you know, when people talk about he's securing the bag, that's fine. I have no issues with that. But don't bring it in the guys that you're doing something for me. Saying, I, that's why I got offended. Oh, for black people. That's my only problem yeah, that's why I got with offended, it. Just come right out and give a press conference and say, yo, you know, Rock Nation, you know, we making moves over here. I can respect it. Don't say you're doing this. Uh, you know, this initiative to help black people. Stop it. Yeah. Stop it. Black people and entertainment, Malcolm X already told you, should not be connected. You know what I mean? In any shape, form, or fashion. Somebody said, somebody said that um, uh, now having an awareness, uh, like initiative or an activism organization is the new t-shirt line because everybody has one. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I agree. Let's, 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 let's drop a bomb to that. I thought that was hilarious. Because I told you on the last video, if you really wanted to stop police brutality, there's only one way to stop it. And the Black Panthers laid out the blueprint for you to do that. Somebody said choke no joke went in. Choke no joke always goes in on this. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So there's only one way you have to fight back. If you are not going to fight back, they don't want you to fight back, so they want you to have discussions about it. We raping you, but let's have a forum yeah. about us raping you. Let's not have you get pissed off and fight back. And that a segue us into the dude from Philadelphia. The one thing the shooter from Philly, the yeah. shooter from Philly. The one thing white people are afraid of is a black man who's not afraid. Mm. It took forty five cops to bring dude down. All right, and they were all on holding each other's yeah. shoulder, looking around the corners. One dude with an AK, what? What he had? AK fifteen or something? Forty-seven. AK forty. La 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 la. Right. One dude, Larry Davis. One dude cleared out the block, and that's what they're afraid of. The Black Panthers. I know I made reference to Malcolm uh, uh, saying that the Nation of Islam was the greatest organization, and I disagreed. In retrospect, of course, the Panthers came after. So, you know, people called me on that. That's fine. But you know what I meant? I meant no, the Black know. Panthers who were not dealing with any religious restrictions or anything was like, yo, bro, if you come in our hood and you act up, we're going to let it off. We're gonna, and in the daytime, we're going to feed the kids. We're going to protect our women. But if you come in our neighborhood, we're going to let it off. So all of the marching and kneeling. Somebody said uh, that shooting was fake. I saw a video I told you of like. Yeah, yeah, but well, he was a government informant. Now, 
we're hearing yeah, he was it's, a, yeah, yeah. it's possible that he might have been a government informant, which means that they was coming to, to silence him. Mm. Once they finish with you, or maybe you know too much information, because that's what happened with Larry Davis. Larry Davis was selling drugs for the police, and then they was trying to clear up their loose ends, and he wasn't having it. And he aired their asses out. So I, it wouldn't be, I wouldn't be surprised, because how many times six officers get shot and they home the same day? Eating Twinkies and shit. Mm-hmm. How often? What What are the chances? You know what I mean? So I, I wouldn't be surprised. Again, some of these things are so orchestrated and staged that you really have to question. His name is Maurice Hill, I think. Yeah. Um, there was a video of that was floating on Twitter, and it looked like the cops were like putting fake blood on them. Yeah, I didn't know what that was yeah, about. Yeah, some people try to say no, they was uh, putting benzene on it. Yeah, I, I don't know. It just looked weird. Yeah. It looked weird to me. You know what I mean? So, but there's only one way, brothers and sisters. There's only one way. And if you're not willing to go there with it, then everything else is get a paycheck, start an organization. Let's talk about yeah. oppression. Let's talk about because an initiative with football players. Hey, my name is so and so. I'm a linebacker for the New York Giants. We all need to just get along, man. Us, <laughs> the cops, everybody. This is sponsored by Rock Nation. Get the fuck out of here. That's funny. And, and, and Meek Mill going to be performing at halftime. <laughs> He's going to say something positive about cops being, you know, killing black kids. Get the fuck out of here. So, okay. You are tuned into the sounds of Urban X. So there's a war going on in our streets right now. Son, I heard about this war. Like it's, it's, This may be the biggest war going on. In the last five years... Black people on the front line. I've been in the conscious community a very, very long time, and I've never been this nervous. Yeah, like... So much apprehension going on. It's it's getting spooky out there. This shit is getting spooky. I I, I told the kids, be careful, you know what I mean, Uh, about the Popeye's... Popeye's chicken sandwich. And and Chick-fil-A war? Yeah. Chicken sandwich is going on? Chicken sandwich war, B. Don't get caught out there. Yeah. Like, so, you know tell me, tell me who, who's winning the battle. What's going on? Honestly, I don't know because I never tried. I haven't tried the Popeyes. Oh, I tried the Popeyes. It's, 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 it's all that. Oh, and it make you smack your mama. <laughs> That'll make you smack your mama. Yeah, Popeyes sandwich make you smack your mama. Uh, and I love the the meme of the Chick Fil A shit that said Chick Fil A chicken tastes like it grew up with both parents. <laughs> That's some good chicken. Yeah. I don't know, man. But look at niggas now. We, we, yo, everything, the, the, the discussion quickly moved from reparations, from selling out, from ownership, from kneeling, from, you know, uh, uh, kids being shot down to chicken sandwiches. Yeah. Like that. And you know what's crazy? So apparently they made, uh, like the amount that somebody tried to equi- equi- uh, try to equate the amount of social media attention it's gotten, like ads has gotten from people talking about on social media and Twitter and things like that, and they valued it at like twenty three million dollars. Yes, some crazy. So a free advertising, basically free advertising. So and I saw a lot of people, and I agree with it, and said like, "Yo, look at all the power we have to steer Absol- we culture in a way." You listen, know what I mean? we validate everything that is. So if we want to make the Popeye sandwich number one, we can. 
Because this happened last summer. It was with this wine. It was called like Capriccio or something like that. It was like, for people, they should know it in the chat. It was like a bottle with like flowers on it, this wine. And people, so many people were talking about how like how good it was on Twitter. I bought two bottles. like yeah, just, off, just, just off the strength. Just off like, oh, they were talking about these. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, Facts. You feel me? So Facts. So imagine if we, uh, uh, you know, talked about hidden colors like that. Right. Or we really was moving on. Real issues like but that. Bun V has a chicken spot and in Houston. It was like, imagine y'all was talking about... About Bun B's chicken Bun, sandwich. Bun B's chicken sandwich. You know what I mean? You see what I'm saying? I'm pretty partial too. I like Shake Shack chicken sandwich. No, Shake Shack shit is, is, fire. is, is fire too. Yeah, it's fire. It's fire. You know what I mean? Yeah. Some of them chicken sandwiches. For those who eat chicken... But I also yeah. think... This might sound odd, right? So I think we under... I think we underestimate our pull when it comes to certain things. But I also think at times when it comes to these uh, major corporations who've been in power for so long, I think we overestimate our power. Excellent. So when it came to Gucci and Dapper Dan, right? So people, well, black people were mad at Gucci for the, you know, the racist, you know, the turtle neck yes. thing. And mad at Dapper Dan. But when you break down where Gucci gets most of their money from and where black people are on that bottom line... We can afford to get some of y'all mad right now for y'all to just keep buying it. Got you, you got you. Understood. Understood. The NFL, y'all want a boycott, but y'all not the the major, the majority viewers. You're not the majority viewers. Absolutely. You you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So I think it's, you know, we have the power to push something to the forefront. Yes, but we don't have the power to sustain it. A lot of these major companies, exactly, their money don't really come from us. Their clout comes from us. Yes. You see what I'm saying? See, there's Even a whole... We, we do, we, we make the cool, you know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. So there are a whole bunch of white people sitting around saying, what do the black people think are cool? Right. So just our endorsement of something, they go, oh shit, that shit is cool. They get on it, or they buy stock in it. Right. Right? right Which right. is what we should be doing. Right now, we should have some Chick-fil-A stock. Oh, shout out to the people who, uh, we, we did the uh, financial webinar. Yes, who came through webinar. for that. Yeah, a lot of people, they loved it. Yeah, like, yes, yes. They loved it. And, and there will be others in the future. Yeah, they loved it. You know, so if you Shout missed out that to DJ one, the money coach. N- no worries. We'll have other ones in the yeah. future that that uh, you know, shed light on our financial situation. Yeah. So one of, one of the questions he asked the people was like, "All right, who whose kids wear Nikes?" And people, you know, answered and he's like, "Okay, whose kids own Nike stock?" And right. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So absolutely. So going back to the 1619, mm-hmm. when I say that we're 400 years behind. Our oppressors, they a lot of them grow up understanding. If I wear this, why not own it? We have to put ourselves in position to finally know it's it's not hard to own a few stocks of something yeah. that I participate in, or wait for Jay Z to tell you what's going to be hot <laughs> and jump on it, yeah. because that's what white people who have money yeah. are doing. You know what I mean? They're waiting for the cool ones yeah. to sanction something, or they create a product. And they tell this person, look, we need you to make this cool. You know what I mean? We're going to get in on the ground level of it. Mm-hmm. We're going to all make money from it. It happens all the time. But right now, I think uh, Chick-fil-A might be winning the war because they've been around longer. Well, Tito Sanders said, Dot, ain't you supposed to be eating good? Oh, no, I'm eating good. Uh-huh. Now, I didn't, no, 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 listen, yeah. over the last, I, I want to be clear, over the last three months, I haven't touched none of that. I've been on my vegan uh, you, I'm, I'm having a drink today, but sugar's been removed. I've been, but I, but I did. When as soon as they released that Popeye sandwich, 
I saw the sign. They was like, nigga, we got sandwiches now. And you know me, I turned the car around because I'm an investigative reporter. And I tried that shit. I had already tried the Chick-fil-A, you know, back in the days or whatever the case may be. So nah, I haven't tried it since this thing here is popping. Yeah. But I'm not, listen, one thing I'm never going to do when I sit in front of these cameras is lie to y'all. I, I'm just not going to do it. I'm going to be a buck with you and let you know, son, I'm in it. But uh, I think uh, Chick-fil-A represents uh, Urban and, and, and Popeye's represents uh, the hood. Okay. So it could be a good walk. Could be a good walk. But and Wendy's is laying in the cut with their spicy sandwich. Listen, I, I heard. I feel a little. I feel like people are disrespecting the greatness that is the McChicken. The McChicken, no. See, the McChicken is laying in the cut, waiting for everybody to <laughs> come back to come their back, senses. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all had fun out yeah. there. Come on back to the to the McChicken. We yeah. a dollar or whatever the case yeah. may be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, absolutely, absolutely. Okay. Uh-uh. You are tuned into the sounds of Urban X. More chicken talk. No, well, food talk. More food talk. Okay. Yeah. So, let's do um, it. going into just staying in food. So, they, I think I saw an email on floating on Instagram. I'm not sure if it's actually real, but it had a. It's apparently had the ingredients to that chicken sandwich, and it was a bunch of to which chicken sandwich? The Popeyes drink. It's a lot of shit in there, right? Yeah, it's so much. Like, why? First is of it? all, let, let's be clear. Any processed food, you ain't supposed to be. The shit in them sandwiches. That's why I always tell people, if you are experiencing a sandwich, <clears throat> there should never be a follow-up to that shit, right? I'm always about the experience. So I'm always like, yeah, I- I'll try that because I know that my willpower is going to always supersede and I ain't never going to be in Popeye's having a chicken sandwich every day. You know what I mean? But I'm here on earth to experience this shit. So try a chicken sandwich. Mm-hmm. Do not... Make that shit a part of your diet. Well, the, uh, I think, I don't know if you peep, but uh, Burger King, it's Burger King, they just released the Impossible Whopper. I gotta try it. It's impossible. Yeah, so it's the Impossible, it's supposed to be plant based. And we've had the Impossible drinks from White Castle. Right. I'm doing some mad good. I'm not yeah, gonna lie. yeah, but my man Kamani, he broke down. Those are not he told me that that shit ain't healthy either. And I had to deal with the knowledge of, so I stopped eating them. Yeah. But them shits was good, right? And if you transitioning, you know what? You just need to eat fruits and vegetables. Yeah, God damn it. That, yeah. And, and suck air. Yeah, because apparently That's it. all these plant-based products is like... Yeah, yeah, because they healthy. synthesizing them in a way that takes out the energy. Because Impossible Whopper, you damn near might as well eat a Whopper. And that's what I told him today. He was like, yo, I need to try that Impossible Whopper because I've never had a Whopper. And I'm like, nigga... If you've never had a Whopper, like, how the fuck would you know what the Impossible Whopper <laughs> tastes like? If it's real or not, if you ain't had a Whopper I've yet. never had steak. I want to try steak one day. Yeah, yeah. So, I've so, never, you know I've never so had how would you stuff. know what the shit tastes yeah. like if you're tasting the yeah, replica? Right? So yeah. this is what you do. Go into Burger King and order a Whopper. <laughs> you won't die. Trust me. Right? Don't, don't get tight-assed and whole tappy and shit. Go in there, order a Whopper. Eat the Whopper. Okay. Whopper. Get it out your system. <laughs> then go back to the counter and be like, let me get the Impossible Whopper. Eat okay. that. Now you have a reference point of what a real burger tastes like. Because if not, yeah. uh, you know, you're wasting your time. Even the, um, the Whole Foods CEO said that 
the Whole Foods CEO said that the plant-based shit is good for the environment, but not good for you. Yeah. Which was weird. If it's good for the environment, how could it not be good for you? So I don't know if that was some double talk or something crazy. Well, good for the environment. He's probably talking about animals, the atmosphere, you know, the ozone atmosphere. Uh, yeah, well, if it's good for the atmosphere, shouldn't it be good for me? Apparently not. Well, you know. No, we'll see. Well, we're about to pay some bills. I know when I go to fucking Whole Foods, I come out with two bags for $200. Yeah, it's true. So I come out of goddamn Costco's with four carts of shit, pushing people out the way. Yeah. I come out of motherfucking Whole Foods with two bags. Yeah. That's all I know. People who shop in Whole Foods, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Are right, we about to pay some bills? Let's pay some bills. Yeah. Back. We are back. Because I'm looking for the same thing. All right. Check out the bring. All right. Shout out to Chuck D from Public Enemy. So uh, you started watching that series on Netflix. The Family. The Family. Oh, this shit is good. I'm not going to lie. I fell asleep on the first episode. Oh, no, bro. You don't know what you're missing. I'm not going to lie. I was just this like, this eh. combination of church and state and how openly these people are using the name of Jesus Christ. To, you know, do all of their dirt in the name of Jesus. Whoa, this is some amazing shit. Mm. So me and wifey's been watching it. And we don't watch a lot of shows together. You know, she watched Power and all that. I don't fucking know. Power's coming back, yo. Yeah, back. she told me. But Friday yeah. ain't Power. Yeah. So, but we sitting down and we intrigued by this shit. How these these white folks operate in the name of Jesus. Mm. This, this shit is crazy. We're only three episodes in, so... Don't spoil it for me for the ones who've been up to episode four and five. And, but just to show you how they openly have no organization, but they are organized. They have no hierarchy, but they are people in charge. And what's this guy named? Cole. What's his name? <clears throat> the main dude. This dude, uh, something Cole. Uh, the main white guy. Y'all in the chat know who I'm talking about. He's the most powerful dude in Washington. For those who've been watching the show, and he's always meeting with these dignitaries and presidents, <clears throat> and it always comes in the name of Jesus. Mm. And you can fuck up. And they go, bro, Jesus understood that, man. <laughs> Niggas are cheating on their wife, all kind of shit. And they're like, look, Cause, no, I, saw, I didn't, you were chosen by Jesus to No, because I saw a part, I saw a part where like he had them all in the room he said, say you guys, you know, raped a bunch of kids. Like, how do you think I would feel about that? Yeah, yeah. And he was just like, you know, I think you'd be. He said, no, nah, it's not my place to judge. It's not my place to judge. Jesus judges you. Jesus like, judges you. So like, that's the leeway in which they're able to operate above impunity or whatever you want to call it. Morality. Yeah, morality earthly, and all of that. Earthly morality, yeah. And your whole understanding of Jesus is Doug always. Cole? Yeah, Doug Cole. Okay. Him. This motherfucker. <laughs> Never heard of him yeah. until, you know, this show here. So, <clears throat> we've always thought Jesus was about the sheeple yeah. or the, the, the shepherds and the people. They go, no, not in our book. Jesus was about the wolves. So, find the wolves and the sheep will get in place. So, everybody in Washington, everybody who's winning, everybody who is somebody is a wolf. Oh. So, let's rock with the wolves and the wolves will keep the sheep in place. Right, so Black Dot said, "You don't have to control millions. You need control over one who has control over millions." Black Dot said that. 
<laughs> I don't want y'all to think I'm down with the church, but you know. <laughs> but the concept is the same. Right. So they, they rock with the wolves. Because they say the wolves have been ordained by Jesus to be here. Are you sleeping on your wife? So no, you know. Just repent. <laughs> just repent. And see, that's why I need a real good Christian wife anyway. We're gonna blame she gonna catch me cheating. Hey, hey, we're gonna blame this shit on Jesus. And we're gonna we're gonna blame it on the devil and we're gonna pray to Jesus and cause Jesus faulted this. That's that's the whole philosophy behind it. Jeez, okay. Right? So they're able to get away with whatever they want to get away with based on their philosophy that, yeah. listen, we're not here to judge you. Jesus is here to judge you. So I'm very intrigued by the show. I'm very yeah. intrigued. I, I, uh, sort of like an open religious portion of the Illuminati, and they use Jesus wherever they go. So they might go to Japan. Uh, we're talking Jesus. Mm. And, and Doug Cole come in, and he put his hand on your shoulder and go, hey, man, Jesus is the way. And when you come out that meeting with Doug Cole, Jesus is the way. So, yeah. Yeah, that okay, show I'm going to check that out. Check this out. I'm going to check that out. I'm going I'm to I'm give it another chance. Yeah, give it like, another chance. It's a good old boys club, you know, and they they they, they, they stay in, uh, you know, homes together and, yeah. and they talk Christ. You know what I mean? But it goes back to the Council of Narcia, you know what I'm saying, in the Roman Empire, which... They said, you know, everything. they got rid of everything, yeah, everything. and said, yep. we're going to rock with Jesus. Yep, yep, to me, it's, it's sort of along those principles. You know, you could do a lot of shit in the name of Jesus. Facts. Facts. Okay. You are tuned into the sounds of Urban X. So we have uh, an Urban Excellence, uh, where are they now? Kind of story right now. Oh, okay. We we at the point where we doing where are they now? Which is, which is dope. Which is dope. No, that's dope. Yeah. That means we've grown. Yeah. That means you've come on the show. Yeah. We've told your story and some time has passed and now we want to find out where are you now? Exactly. Let it rip. Shout out to uh, Aaron Cromarty. Thank you. We appreciate it. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Appreciate you. So, uh, Urban X Podcast episode 24. On 24. Episode 24, we did a story because a woman named uh, Latasha Boyd, she uh, gave a shout out to her younger brother who was going to college. Okay, okay. He was going into his freshman year in college. Freshman year. This is last summer. Last summer. Okay. So his name is Devontae Bradley. Devontae Bradley. He wrote back to us. He said, hey, you know, um, I'm now a student at the Minnesota State University. My older sister gave me a shout out through your podcast last year at this time. And um, he wanted to give, he wanted to give, you know, return the favor to his sister, um, him and his mom, uh, to his sister and his mom. He's heading into his sophomore year of college with a 3.7 GPA. Ooh. He said he's, uh, she's laid the foundation uh, for his family. She's the first one in her family to graduate. Mm. And um, she, he's keeping it alive right now. So he wanted to give her a shout out. And I thought this was beautiful. Excellent. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the fact that he kept up with the show. Yes. Uh, the fact that um, he's doing his thing in college. 3.7. 3. 7, that's, that's, that's nothing to sneeze about. That's nothing to sneeze about. That's big business. So, fact. So, shout out to... So and he to wants me. to now send the energy to his mother. Yes. And his sister. And his sister, yes. For paving the way. Yes. For him. For sending them off right. You for know sending them off the right way. Yes. We want to clap. Minnesota State University at Mantaco. Yeah, yeah. Get our viewership up up there, son. Yeah, Come on, man. We like to come do a podcast live there. Facts. You know what I mean? Yeah, let's get that popping. 
But um, that that's big, and that's how you you know each one teach one, and that's how you move it forward. And by you paying honor to your mother and your sister, always recognizing those who made sacrifices that some of the sacrifices you probably don't even realize they made for you. Right. You know what I mean? Because I know what it's like as a parent who's had two sons go through college and now putting a daughter through college, a lot of times they may overlook because we try to make it look easy. You know what I'm saying? As parents, we always try to make it look easy, but it ain't always easy for us to try to give you an opportunity to go out in the world, to grow, to learn, and to experience life. So for you to recognize this at an early age, that there were people who came before you that paved the way, that made this possible for you, and... Your 3.7 is indicative of your appreciation. Facts. If you was just up there bullshitting, facts, facts, that facts. would show that you didn't really care or appreciate what your moms and your sister did. So I'm dropping a bomb for that. And you know what's crazy? So when you, when, the way college works, the way the college GPA system works, it's harder to make back up that GPA the, the the more like the the, the more you years. fall later years. years. So early on, you get a chance. So to early make on, it. when you he has a 3.7. He has a better chance of keeping that 3.7 because he started off so high. Got you. That is a tip to Odyssey out there. Got you. Tip to Odyssey. If you start hot, you can maintain start it. Hot. But if you fall behind, messing with boys. You know what I mean? You know what I'm Smoking dope. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Losing focus and partying. Exactly. exactly. You know, you can lose focus. Exactly. So. Exactly. Keep that GPA up, and it becomes easy to navigate, you know. Yeah, so I want to shout him out again. That's the where are we now. And I need him to let us know when he graduates. Facts. The next time we hear from you should be your graduation, and because we want to uh, shed light on that aspect here at Urban X, because, you know. That would be episode, like, 100. That'll be fire though That'll be fire That'll son That'll be fire though you know Our mean? first graduate Yeah We took you all the way Through college son Yeah On our show son Clap that you know up That'd be fire Man, That'd be super fire Also I want to give Another Urban Excellence Shout out To Urban X Shout out So uh, One of my boys From high school uh, We reconnected recently uh, because he was opening up a laundromat in the Bronx. Yeah, yeah, facts. My man Kenny Aqua. Shout Aqua, out to, Kenny shout Aqua. Played football together in high school. He won number six, I won number five. Yeah, and I have a story to tell, son. No, we're not going to tell it. <laughs> no, I have a story to tell. You know, as a father, you see your kids playing football. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's, it's a dangerous sport. And because number five almost looks like number six. Yeah, the single digits look, you know. On yeah, the field. one time, I think, I thought Malcolm got knocked out cold. Yeah, it wasn't me, though. Wasn't and me. I jumped the fence, and it was number six. It was Kenny Aqua. I hate to bring that up. But listen, so first of all, the but dude, I'm just saying. I'm going to send my boy. First of all, uh, Kenny played, he went D1. No, 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 no. He went on to play. Kenny was a monster. He's a monster. And the dude that hit him was in the NFL now. Right, yeah. right. So <laughs> yeah. so when you add all yeah. of that in, yeah. but me, I'm just thinking about my son. I jumped the fence like, yeah. oh, that's number six. Yeah. No disrespect, but y'all should find out what the fuck yeah. happened to him. Yeah, Yeah. so me and Kenny, uh, we recently reconnected. Um, and you know what's crazy? Because the day before, I was with my other boy from high school. He was the quarterback. Yeah. 
And he was like, yo, Kenny works like down the block for me. They both had like really, really good jobs. So Kenny hit me up the next day and he was like, yo, I've been watching your podcast and I found out you guys, you know, you have printing equipment. I'm opening up a laundromat mm-hmm. and I wanted to know if you guys can print on my laundry bags, like my logo on my laundry bag. For sure. He was like, I'd rather, you know, keep the money. For sure. So uh, Brother Oba talked about that, Cooperative Economics. Absolutely. Uh, DJ the Money Coach talked about that. Absolutely. So, um, you know, we, we actually finishing up his order now, actually. Um, yeah. But and his check cleared, so yeah, yeah. He, he's, his money's good on the way. But um, Kenny, he's doing a lot of amazing things, and he also has a not for profit called Hope for Us. Hope for Us, and they're doing a backpack giveaway August twenty fourth mm-hmm. this this Saturday uh, at uh, Man Mandia Street in seven seven sixty five. Mendia Street in the Bronx, uh, area code 10474. And we will be there. We will be there covering that. We will be there covering that event. Yes. He's giving out 300 book bags? About, I think about that amount. Um, free backpacks, free school supplies. And uh, if you have any questions about it, we actually I'll put that in the, in the description. But if you have any questions, you can call 646-229-4256. So, give that phone number again. 646-229-4256. So, if you're in the Bronx and you want to come out, we're going to be out there filming, yes. uh, watching our brother Kenny Aqua, hand out school supplies and backpacks There'll to the festivities, kids. Festivities. Uh, festivities. Arts gonna, and crafts, games. They're going to put them on. Giveaways, all of that stuff. And, and, and that's what winners do. You know, you, know you always give back. I'm pretty sure he knows where he came from. And these, listen, a lot of these parents depend on this. They depend on these little book bag giveaways and things like that to help the kids and get the kids organized. I know some barbers get free haircuts. Uh, there's a number of things that go on in our community that's not talked about a lot. And we we try to send these kids off to the killing fields, nonetheless, but we try to send them off uh, the best we can. So shout out Kenny Aqua uh, opening up his business. Uh, shout out for him giving back to his community. And uh, that is definitely an urban excellence story of the week. And um, <clears throat> we, will, we will also we will also be there when he opens up his laundromat business. Oh yeah, we'll be in the building in a few too. Weeks, so we will also you know you know yeah. holding it down. We'll yeah, we'll see. be there when he break the ribbon on that as you know well. So I just want you, I, I think it's just more proof that my friends are dope. No, no, your friends are dope. I, I'm not I just, even gonna. I think it's just. No I'm not proof. even gonna water it down. Every time you introduce me to somebody, they're doing something positive. Same. They're involved with something. They're activating something. Um, you know, I, I, I gotta give it to you. You keep a good, a good, uh, bunch of friends, and most of them you met in college, but in high school as well, right? Well, yeah, yeah. Odyssey, keep that in mind. The people you meet in college. Yeah. Well, most so my closest friends I met in high school. Nah, I can't even say that because I have some like I have brothers from college. You yes, know what I'm saying? So yes. I have a lot of people I met in college, but I just have a really good circle. You know what I'm saying? I have Absolutely. a really, you know, absolute. And I think that was. I ain't joke. met no losers yet. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna keep it a buck. I heard it. I ain't met no losers yet. It. They're all winners. So what do <clears> you think <throat> about uh, the Matrix Four coming out? The Matrix 4, yeah. Uh, it was no segue to that, but I'm just asking. No, no, no. Uh, is, is, uh, is the Lawrence girls doing it? 
the, the Wachowski, Wachowski ladies. Well, one of them is Wachowski Lana, ladies. Lana Wachowski. They both transitioned and they both. So the ladies are doing it now. So it's gonna have a different energy to it than when the men did it. Uh, Lawrence Fishburne is he in it? I'm Morpheus? not sure. I know uh, Keanu Reeves and the woman who played Trinity is in. It, even though she died in the last movie, you can bring people back in movies all the time. I don't know. Uh, no, I think they're 20 years too late on this. Okay. I think this. Um, first of all, episode three was very disappointing. Of the Matrix, they it all balled back to Jesus. Yeah. All right. So Morpheus had this great mind about escaping Matrix and religion and all these forms of things, and it all balled back down to Jesus. So they took us on a wild journey of. You know, extra dimensional things yeah. and how to slow down time and how to do all of this shit and brought us all back to Jesus. Mm. Shout out Sophia Stewart, the original author of the Matrix books. I had dinner with her and, you know, from my humble opinion of having dinner with her, I thought she wrote those books. She was the true, uh, 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 the mother of the Matrix. The Oracle. She was the Oracle, in my humble opinion. But, I mean, doesn't mean I won't go see it if it, you know, if they, if they do it right. But I think they're about 15 years too late on it. And anytime they rehash, first of all, when they play on people's nostalgia, yes. it never works. Rarely and does it work. And then when sequels are over 10 years, they never That's my point. It's work. been way too long for you to, unless you come in with a portion of the story that's going to move the culture forward. Sometimes you have that. Look how long it's taken your man Cameron to come out with another Avatar. He put that shit out 10 Cameron, years oh, ago. James Cameron, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. I'm pretty sure the next Avatar mm. is going to move this forward. Mm. I'm assuming. Maybe. You know, yeah. we've we been waiting for it. It comes out next year. I didn't even think that needed a part two, so. Yeah, yeah neither did I, but I think he's waiting for certain technological advances to move forward. See, that happens too. Yeah. I heard the Matrix movies had to wait until technologically the, they could the graphics perform. got worse in the, the second one though they did they did so <laughs> okay alright Aaron Kamari thank you again I'm uh, just trying to make uh, sense of this shit is 50 dating Lala looks like no he's dating a Cuban doll or one of no, those no I think 50 is dating somebody who looks like Lala yeah I forgot her name yeah I'm not really sure 50 is crazy though but we need to we need to troll 50 so he can troll our show and then we get mad and yeah, views, yeah, and yeah, yeah. I think somebody need to come up with something and let 50 know Black Dot is getting at him. He looked like a gorilla. He looked like a silverback. Fuck him. <laughs> Fuck him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Urban X TV yeah. said that shit, son. <laughs> Fuck him. You know what I'm saying? Right around power. Fuck power. <laughs> Fuck 50. He looked like a silverback. Yeah, Urban X, Black Dot at me. Yeah. Oh, so it, so we was, can use that heat. Uh, for more movie talk, I don't know if any of you know, the people in the chat care or you care for that matter but uh this is nerd talk Spider-Man uh is no longer involved in the MCU told you nerd talk yeah i was no i was i was i was upset about this so so Eli was breaking it down he was saying that Sony wanted a 50-50 split Disney wanted Disney Disney wanted a 50-50 split so, so okay Sony owns Spider-Man all right Sony owns Spider-Man uh, Marvel sold it to Sony because Marvel was about to go Marvel bankrupt. Marvel sold it to Sony. Because they were about to go bankrupt. Because they were about time. to go bankrupt. Right? Okay. They right. did the three movies. Remember Spider-Man 1, Spider-Man 2, Spider-Man 3 was bad. It was bad. Terrible. They tried to reboot it. So they put the Amazing Spider-Man. Right. And Amazing Spider-Man 2. 
and spent about nine Spider Man. Yes, it was trash. What the so what? What's the fascination with Spider Man? That's Marvel's because it's been about nine of them. That's shows. Marvel's biggest character. Okay, okay. that's why. Okay. That's why I don't know if you peep like um, in the MCU these movies. They have such a big thing with trying to push like Iron Man. Like if you Iron Man was nobody cared about Iron Man right, until these right. movies came out. Right. So now Thor, because Iron like, Man is the segue to Spider Man, like he introduces Spider Man in in this universe. This is nerd talk yeah, in this universe. So, psst, psst. Um, what else is I about to say? So a deal they tried to um Disney trying to come back to Sony to try to strike a more deal a better deal for themselves. A fifty fifty deal. A fifty fifty deal, but. They don't hold any leverage to that, so they do hold some leverage because they, they get ready to start their own network. But that that means no money for Sony, though. Okay, okay. you know what I'm saying? Okay. So got gotcha. you, got gotcha. you. Yeah. So, um, so in that deal, a shout out to Aaron Kamai. Thank you, um, Aaron. Damn. Yeah. Jeez, thank you. Appreciate you. So in that deal, um, Sony. Get, I mean, Disney gets all the merchandising. Uh, uh, revenue. Okay. So, so Disney comics, get all the toys, helmets, all that shirts, stuff. All that stuff. And what does Sony get? Sony gets the box office. Oh, so Sony gets the box office. Yeah. And Disney gets the toys. But Sony only gets the box office for solo Spider-Man movies. So the team-up movies. So, so if he's in a movie with all of the they characters. Get no, they get no bread. They get no bread. Hmm. And they still get all the merchandising. So who's right and who's wrong? Disney's greedy. Disney's, Disney's greedy. greedy. Okay. Disney's okay. being greedy. I think that's what Eli said. He said Disney's acting a little crazy. They want it right now, and but I'm, it's interesting the way the media is framing it, like it's Sony's fault when Disney is like the biggest monopoly conglomerate. Going this is right nerd now. talk. Whatever, psst, whatever. Psst, psst. You gotta be, you know, you know, blood talk. You gotta be, you know, you gotta be all around. You gotta be. Yeah, versed. yeah, no, no, I get it, I get it. I like be to versed. be uh, well versed, like I care. Yeah. So okay, I mean, well, well, that that's popping for the people out there. Who's in the Spider-Man? You got kids. Now you parents can go have a conversation with your kids. You haven't talked to your son in about a week. Go in and say, did exactly. you know exactly. Sony and Disney are exactly. beefing? It'll be the perfect segue. Exactly. And your son will be like, yo, my dad is cool. Exactly. He, he know all this shit. Yeah, yeah. I nice. do it all the time. So we'll take our last commercial break. Commercial break. We'll be on here cooking for a little minute. Cooking. Do we have any more commercials? We do. We do. Do That'd we need good. to do more commercials? Yeah. And we're back. I told you we didn't have any more commercials. We did. It just didn't come up. We need to fire somebody. Somebody's getting Alejandro. Somebody's definitely getting Alejandro yeah, around here. But anywho, we are back. Uh, I didn't even get a chance to scratch my ass, <laughs> pick my nose. Yeah. You know, shit that takes place in the commercial break. So if it happens during live performances... Yeah. Be like that. That's what. That's Please, uh, show, show business, man. That's show business. Show for business you. for real. But um, so this week, uh, after five years, the New York City Police Department uh, fired Officer Daniel uh, Patalio, who killed Eric Garner on Staten Island, uh, with the chokehold. Yeah, yeah. And the uh, New York City NYPD Police Commissioner gave a press conference, and it, I watched the press conference live. Yeah. So I watched it as it was happening. And if you listened to him... You thought he was going to be like, we ain't bringing yeah. no charges. Yeah, right? you, you thought he was like, no, we, we decided not to keep, not to fire him. Because he set it up with telling you how he felt about... How he really felt about the situation. Right. He was telling... He was basically saying like, you know, uh, Eric Garner was in the wrong. He shouldn't have resisted. If he wouldn't have resisted, this wouldn't have happened. Um, I'll, my officers have to make... That's like saying if I, if I wouldn't have been black, I wouldn't have got shot. 
Yeah, so he's basically, and then he was also saying like, um, uh, you know, my officers have to make split second decisions, and they, uh, you know, we had people review it, the tape, and it didn't seem like he had enough time to, you know, do something other than the chokehold, even though the chokehold is something that it was, it was. I How about know. just approach him and tell him to give you his ID, and once he gives you his ID, tell him to turn around and put his hands behind his back. Yeah. And that's it. How about that? Yeah. Right? For selling fucking cigarettes? Are you kidding me? Yep. For selling Lucy's? Yep. Stop it. Stop it. And they waited. It's something with this five years that enabled this officer not to be charged, uh, you know, with a homicide because the coroner uh, ruled this a homicide. Am I correct? Yes, he did. Yes, he did. So they ruled this shit a homicide. He was choked out. You know what I'm saying? So, you know... My prayers go out to the, you know, the Eric Garner family. Yeah. And, you know, I, it's been a long journey that they have to go through to deal with this. And a lot of times they kill you two and three times. They physically kill you and then they kill you in the press and then no charges are brought and they kill you again. You know what I mean? And, and these officers constantly get off. So we wind up going through two and three and four deaths. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? In one process. So for them to at least get this officer fight. Now, you know they're going to find this officer a job. Yeah, somewhere. he's going to get transferred somewhere. Transferred to West Bubblefuck somewhere. Yeah, he's going to get transferred somewhere. Uh, you know what I mean? So, that will happen. Shout out to uh, Tada. Thank you. Thank you for the donation. Yeah, so I thought, you know, I, I just thought that was, I guess it's a win? I, I don't know. I guess. His family don't, feel, don't really feel like it's a win. No, because his family, yeah. one thing I will say, they fighting to the end. They're like, yo, my father's death yeah. needs to mean something of, of greater value mm -hmm. than just, uh, you know what I mean? I can't breathe T-shirts. Yeah. You know what I mean? So um, let, let's see where this goes. But you can tell what the, the, what the commissioner was doing. He was saying, I'm not siding against my officers, but this is the ruling that came down. Yeah. So in a political world where the climate could get crazy, you know what I'm saying? We're going to release him. Right. So to speak. So yeah, it got real funky, and I didn't appreciate. It was like they threw us a bone or yeah, something. Five you know what I mean? Thanks. Five years later. Thanks. You know, thanks. When they could have did that at the beginning, and we could have moved forward, and at least got immediate closure. Right. Now this is a five-year wound. Right. Right. That you just keep reopening. That you just keep reopening. And it, it, it blows my mind that they keep showing this video, like his. Right. On TV. Absolutely. Absolutely. He died, you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. I don't know. Yeah, and that's when one of his daughters has already died. Yes. From stress. Yes. You know, it, it's going to come across that she died of something else, but we know that that's stress. Right. You know what I'm saying? When you see what happened to your father. So, you know, it, it's, it's really crazy. So, uh, we'll open to taking questions in the chat right now. Real quick, Odyssey. No. Come through. Odyssey, come in here. I can't. Just take... take Why, your hair not done? Yeah. Oh boy! Uh, you know, it. we wanted to shout her out. On we the wanted show. to shout her out on the show. Give us some words of wisdom. But her hair is not done. Yeah, you know how that goes. And I know how that goes. Oh, she got a big ass. <laughs> she got a bonnet on. No, a come bonnet on. Bonnet on. Yeah, come, come with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's perfect. That's perfect. Come on. We are authentic here. Yes, come, come. Leave it on. Leave it on. Come, come, come. Come. No, come, come, come on. Let's go. Yes. Odyssey says. Come on, come on. 
here? Get in here. Come in the middle. Come, Come in the middle. middle. Come, Come on. in the middle. Come on. So Odyssey's here. Odyssey is here. She's going to college. Yeah, move, move your hands. No, big, no. big bonnet on her. She got a big bonnet like she in the kitchen making pizza and shit. But we want to tell you, listen, we love you. Um, we support you. Yes, we're proud of you. We're proud of you. you. You're going off to do big things. Yeah. Any message you want to give? How you feeling right now? Uh, I'm feeling great, you know. I'm I'm ready to start this new chapter in my life, mm-hmm. and you know, just be successful. Period. Just be successful. Just get it done, right? Yeah. Okay. Don't bring me no knuckleheads, man. <laughs> don't bring no knucklehead niggas in my house. That's a fact. That's Please a fact. don't. Make sure they're well vetted. Mm-hmm. That they have knowledge of self. Yeah. That they respect that the black woman is God. Yeah. All right. Yeah. If they do not, it's gonna be a problem. If you come in here with Harvey Facts. from Wisconsin. Oh, jeez. Don't do that. It's going to be a problem. I got a weak heart. <laughs> I got a weak heart. He got don't, a weak heart. Don't, don't do, that do it. Too. Don't do, do it. All right? So Have somebody make an exposed Black Dot channel. Yeah, yeah. Don't do it. Yeah. So, in, in other words, I just want to tell you my time is up. Mm-hmm. I love you. I'm proud of you. just want to let you know that, man. You, you've turned out to be an amazing Young woman, you. you got a great head on your shoulders, and I need you to run out and, and do you, and the universe is going to protect you. You got three big brothers that you can lean on for any male guidance. Facts. Your mom's is like a superwoman. She's like a superhero and shit. Mm-hmm. So you have your mom's in place, and dad will always be here. You can come to me for anything. When he break your heart, mm-hmm. I'm here. When you need extra study time or money, because I know you'll be calling me for that. It's facts. We're here for you, because it takes a village, and we love you, and we're proud of you. Thank you. All right? All right. Can I get some sugar? All right. All right. Later. All right. Any questions in the chat? Any questions in the chat? Y'all embarrassing her. Facts, of course. Yeah, we have to embarrass her. Somebody said, "Why do we have expectations for white people at the point at this point in the game?" Uh, in my opinion, they have always, be, uh, they always are who they've been. That's a fact. I agree with that. Well, again, it's trying to act like you trying to retrain a snake, and then the snake bites you, and you want to know why the fact. snake yeah. bit you. So Elijah Muhammad, even before Elijah Muhammad, what's his name? Uh, Walker, uh, 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 Walker's appeal. He put a book out way before Elijah Muhammad said the white man was the devil. He was sewing his book into the clothing of people. Oh, that's right. Yeah. People in the chat know his first name. Oh, I know you Walker's Appeal. And he said the white man was the devil. So listen, we understand that these people do not have the capacity to sympathize with your situation. So we keep looking for sympathy and and it's not going to be there. So we have to make sure we handle our own business. In my humble opinion, I would never be negotiating with a snake or a bear trying to get the bear to do some shit other than what the bear has been put here to do. No, No, I'm not going to do it. Somebody said hip-hop decoded too? Mm. Hip-hop recoded. Ooh, okay. All right, so expect three books from me in 2020. Now... The fine print on that is two of them will be like revised and it'll be a third, but I'm putting three new covers 
and, and creating a series. David Walker's Appeal. David Walker's Appeal. I love the people in the chat because they know the shit. Oh, we forgot to talk about the Amazon fires. Oh, Amazon. Yeah, they fucking up. They fucking up out there. They won that case. Where they couldn't uh, cut down some of that. So they started burning the damn forest down. You know, Devils. You know that um that forest is responsible for twenty percent. Twenty percent of our oxygen. Yeah, that's insane. No, listen, listen. Let me let, let me tell you this, and this ties into what we just were talking about. Mm-hmm. White people are not going to relinquish this planet. They are not going to relinquish power. They will burn this bitch to the ground. Before they turn this bitch over this, and that's what they do. I think the attention. That's is, what they doing. I think this attention, the attention on this fire is is uh, surrounded by the wrong thing. Like you said, there was a case that was won regarding that forest, and now it's getting burned. I think the attention should be there rather than, ha- like, quote unquote, just awareness about the fire. Because, oh, no, absolutely. You know, because people keep people keep. I saw tweets. Like, oh, y'all tweeting about these these Popeyes chicken sandwiches. Y'all should be tweeting about the fire. Forest fires are not easy to put out. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So it's like me tweeting about it wouldn't do anything. But I think the attention should be what surrounded that actual fire. Absolutely. The timing. The timing. You know what I'm saying? Of the fire. Don't tweet about, you know. Absolutely. Yeah, tweet about the fire. So they're going to burn this bitch to the ground and, and, and suck up all the resources before they relinquish power on this planet. I'm telling you now. So we're in for a fight here. You know what I mean? Those who are trying to preserve the planet... Oh, we got to leave the planet. You know, you know that's what they're doing already. Ooh. Oh, no. They, yeah, huh. That's what they're planning to do. Oh, yeah. Leave you niggas here. Figure this shit out. Any more questions in the chat? Uh, no question? No questions? Uh, a lot of people, like, really liked your Hulk episode this week. Um, the Hulk episodes, I want to thank you for the questions yeah. that continue to come in yeah. uh, for the Hulk uh, you know, episodes. I'm trying to be authentic as possible with it and just give the best answers I possibly can give. And I wanted to just focus on questions and answers. So send your questions in hashtag Hulk. No question is off balance. Could be health, love. I've been answering relationship questions, uh, all kind of stuff. So if I can add uh, you know, my two cents... To, to add, you know, yeah. some insight to something, I'm willing to do that. That's I do that for sure. Chris Johnson asks, "When will be the next financial web? When will the next financial webinar be?" I want to, in, I want you to introduce the concept of cultural tithing. That's where we give 10 percent of our income to a race first entity. Oh, that's dope. That's well, dope. I think DJ Money Coach had. He said, "So uh, shout out to the people who." The Urban X's who uh, did their free follow ups with DJ. Money okay. Coach. Yes. Yes, um, Albert, Rashida, Shirley, Jamal. These are all people that were in the, the in the Jamal, Tariq Moore, uh, Marcy, uh, Bob, Sydney. All to, yeah, shout out to all you guys and uh, Melvin and Stacia. Those are people who are in uh, DJ Money Coach's Seven Spheres of Money uh, Network. Okay, Melvin Hobson. I forgot Stacia's last name. Um, and he said these people have over twenty thousand dollars this month and over hundred. I don't know what this means. So I want. I'm gonna have DJ Money Coach explain that. Explain that because I don't want to say anything wrong. Right. I don't know what that means. But so shout out to those people who follow. Who did the follow? Shout out to the people 
who were actually just in the webinar because it was dope. And we're gonna do we're gonna do more like of them. Two hours is just straight fire. Yeah, we're gonna do more of them. So stay tuned for them. We're trying to space them out a little bit uh, so that we can talk about them and build them up so that they become events. And so more people will join. So more people will join. And by the end of the year, coming into 2020, we should be rolling. Yes, yes. What else? Any more questions? Any more questions? I'm, I'm on this so white henny. Somebody said, uh, what do you think about the 40 black women missing in 2019? I didn't know 40,000. 40, I didn't know it was that many. Well, again, this ties back into what we talked about with the trafficking going on in this country. It's a lot of things happening, so you have to be aware. You have to be on your P's and Q's because there's a lot of money involved with sex trafficking, mm-hmm. body parts, uh, adrenochrome. The list goes on and on. And what you're not realizing is that I'm not even going to say it. Next. Okay. All right. <laughs> okay. Uh, somebody asks, what do you think about... Uh, do you think? Don't you think it's ironic that Clintons have not been on social media in over a month with all the allegations? Because remember, I told you everybody that goes against them, they die. Yeah, I, and I wouldn't be going against them either, because their their put down game is yeah, crazy. Everybody who has dirt on them, who says anything, accidentally bodyguards, yo, planes falling out the sky. It's all it's, of that. It's impossible. Yeah. to to have that be an anomaly. Yeah, it's impossible that that many people connected to them. Could come up missing. Yeah. Goddamn impossible. Yeah. So no, their, their wet work game is crazy. They 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 put in work. Any more questions before we get out of here? Because it's hot under these lights. Yes. Um. What else? What else? What else? I guess that is it. Yeah, I think we put in that work this week. Yeah, I think we bought it. It was a little glitchy here and there, but we Small got through glitches. it. Small you know glitches. We got through it. We got through it. Last week was bad, but we got. I mean, two weeks ago, but we got through it this week. Um, shout out to the people who are listening right now via Apple Podcast, Spotify. Yes, yeah, Karis one birthday was was yesterday. He turned fifty four or fifty five. Yeah. Tune in radio. You interrupted me. Sorry. Uh, tune in radio. Uh, Google Podcasts. All of that good stuff. And shout out to our YouTube audience, our subscribers. We just hit forty thousand this week. We yes. Appreciate you. We're still climbing. Next goal is 50. We don't want to sound greedy because we appreciate everybody that's here. 50. You know what I'm saying? But we want get, you know, we want 50 next. You know 50. Um, and with that being said, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. When we hit 50,000, what are you going to do? I'm bringing in a Chinese midget to strip on the table for us. <laughs> Put my ones down. <laughs> Word to my mother. 50,000 Chinese midget. Stripping once. So once. With that being said, we appreciate everybody that was here this week. We appreciate everybody that's watching. And peace. Peace. Black mass, man, it's time to rock. I had to find a way. I couldn't find a job. Couldn't find a prayer. Couldn't find a God. Couldn't find a prayer. Couldn't find a God. Black mass, man, it's time to rock. I had to find a way. I couldn't find a job. Couldn't find a prayer. Couldn't find a God. Couldn't find a prayer. Couldn't find a God. I woke up, then I logged in to that Urban X where they be flexing with that blog in. Put it down, cause my little homie called in. Had to bail him out. He in trouble with the law again. 
black skin can't win in the white world. Seen a brother kill his own kid for that white girl. We ain't wanna go to school, but we had to. Every February, it was scary in them classrooms. Shimmy y'all, shimmy gay. Old dirty bastards can't own dirty slaves or they own dirty masters. Black dot found a pot as a youngin broke it down for his son and now he serve it to the masses. Black mass, man, it's time to rob her. I had to find a way, I couldn't find a job. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Black mass, man, it's time to rob her. I had to find a way, I couldn't find a job. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Excellence, a product of my residence From four score to 44, Obama was the president I told mama I ain't trying to go to church I'm like Adam, every Adam is a product of the dirt And I've been reaping what he sold I got the product, got the dirt And I can teach you what I know But then you got him put in work You in trouble if you waiting on the government I told my bro I make it out the hood And that's a covenant This program is brought to you by Paper, Tutors for All. The last couple of years haven't been easy for students. Kids are struggling. Schools and families are too. But what if there are new ways to help? What if tutoring was part of every student's experience? What if it was available 24-7 and free? When schools choose Paper, students get free 24-7 access to tutors. And if you're listening to this right now, there's a good chance your child's school already has Paper or will be adding it very soon. Visit paper.co and find out more.